Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Good right against when the Olympics are starting, the opening ceremonies. That's pretty exciting, right? (laughs) They say they took everybody's breath away. Uh, uh, (laughs) At least according to the autopsy. I tell you, I uh, (laughs) I had no idea there was such a thing as synchronized dysentery. This is quite a... (laughs) Quite an Olympics they're having there. I wish them the best of luck. But look, uh, I have to mention this. We are taking a month off uh, after today's show. Oh, thank you very much. I would give the same advice to the Trump campaign. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you noticed, (laughs) but this week the Trump campaign exploded like a meth lab. And uh, it's not... (laughs) It's not even really a campaign anymore. It's more like a jackass stunt. It's a, it's a shopping cart powered by a Roman candle up a guy's ass. That's as, as close as I can... Really, I mean, Donald Trump, we've lived with this for a year now, but this was really the week of where do I begin? The feud with Mr. Khan and the Gold Star families. He said the election is rigged. He said women who are sexually harassed should find another job. He said he saw a video of money going to Iran that doesn't exist. Someone gave him a purple heart and he took it. And said, oh, I always wanted one. This is a lot easier. He couldn't stop feuding with the press, with his own party, with fire marshals, and a baby. A baby. (laughs) And today, a a hot mic caught him telling mom's apple pie to go fuck itself. (laughs) He he threw a baby out. Page one of the politician's handbook. Babies, be nice to babies. (laughs) He threw a baby out of one of his rallies, which is terrifying because it means that Trump supporters breed. Uh, It's terrible. (laughs) The guy I almost feel sorry for is his vice president, Mike Pence. Poor Mike Pence. He has this, I'm toughing this out look. Like, like he's smuggling something huge in his ass, you know? <laughs> I mean, all of this is just such unprecedented, uncharted waters. The president, our president Obama, was asked about Trump, and he said what no president's ever said in a campaign, but it's true, he's unfit to be president, which made Trump furious. He said, how can you say that about a guy who's got the purple heart? <laughs> 
so, so to no one's surprise, sort of, uh, Trump's no poll numbers are finally sinking. It turns out in the general election, unlike the Republican primary, you need readers. Uh, <laughs> any, you know, any... Anyone can win a popularity contest when the other choice is Ted Cruz. <laughs> it's like, oh, if you, there are only two pets at the pound when you went to adopt. And you, one was an eel. You know, you, you'd, you'd adopt the orange-haired dog with the comb over. That's not... But, the Republican establishment, what's left of us, is in total panic mode. They are trying desperately to find some way to close the hole in the candidate's head where the stupid comes out. But... <laughs> but it's not easy to do. They do have a plan. It involves cutting the fuel line to his plane. Uh... <laughs> And they're also talking about an intervention, an intervention. <laughs> but the idea that you can get a guy to change everything he has ever said, done, or believed in in a day... Oh, well, wait, Mitt Romney did it. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> but of all the nuttiness that went on this week, my favorite was when Donald Trump posted a picture of himself. There he is on his plane, all alone, eating Kentucky Fried Chicken. An overweight 70-year-old man eating a deep-fried bucket of salt and fat, or like it said on the Obama poster, hope. All right, we got a great show. Rob Reiner, Rick Santorum, and Tara Sutton and I are here, and a little later we'll be speaking with the Roastmaster General himself, Jeff Ross. But first up... He is the editor-in-chief of WikiLeaks, who comes to us from the Ecuadorian Embassy in London, Julian Assange. <laughs> Julian, great... Hi, guys. Hey, how you doing, Julian? Great to see you again. I know there's going to be a bit of a, a delay, uh, <laughs> like in your life. Uh, but... <laughs> You're back in the news, of course, because WikiLeaks uh, released thousands and thousands of emails from the Democratic National Committee right before the Democratic Convention. And you, of course, in the past, have released lots of documents from governments. But uh, people questioned whether this was fair game because the Democratic National Committee uh, is not a government, it's private, and some of the donors had their social security numbers and credit card numbers released. Uh, do you think this is fair game? Well, it, it, it was definitely good fun. Um, <laughs> fair game, well, we did, we did the same thing to uh, Senator Norm Coleman's campaign, Republican senator back in uh, 2009, uh, the Turkish political party, AKP, just the other week, uh, a neo-Nazi party uh, here in the UK a few years ago. I remember the name of it, uh, irritating party, uh, British National Party. So, no, I think it's, I'm super happy uh, with how that's gone. Uh, we've had four uh, people in the DNC uh, resign. Uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the head, the chief financial officer, the communications director, Lewis Miranda, etc. And 
that shows a kind of instant accountability, uh, perhaps not proper political accountability for um, a really quite concerted effort uh, through the chain of command at the DNC uh, to make sure uh, that Bernie Sanders didn't win, including by uh, pumping out black PR. Well, I don't know if that's really true. I mean, I read those emails. There was no smoking gun. I do. I know that it's true. Well, I know that it's true. Okay. Uh, communications director Lewis Miranda, communications director Lewis Miranda, who has resigned just uh, three days ago, uh, instructed his staff an instruction, not a discussion, an instruction uh, to pump out, quote, in an unattributable manner, uh, statements and an article saying that Bernie Sanders uh, supporters were engaged in acts of violence. So this is the DNC demonizing in a covert manner through its chain of command to the press and its, its favored press contacts, uh, a Democrat saying that a Democrat uh, was conducting violence uh, when you have the Trump at the same allegations against the Trump campaign, uh, thereby uh, watering down the critique against the Trump campaign and, of course, uh, pumping up uh, that but why, have, uh, why haven't we seen Bernie. anything hacked from the Trump campaign? I mean, obviously, we know these came from Russia, and we also know that you do not like Hillary Clinton at all, as does not Vladimir Putin. So it looks like you are working with a bad actor, Russia, to put your thumb on the scale and basically fuck with the one person who stands in the way of us being ruled by Donald Trump. Just, just, just before I came in here, we thought we'd do a little search on our files. And, and I do notice that a, a William Mayer uh, gave a Clinton-affiliated entity a million dollars. Uh, now, it's a, it's a William Mayer um, in <laughs> L.A. where that, at the time that money came. Uh, perhaps you would like to comment, is that you? Yeah, yeah, I don't think you have to look in your files to find that, uh, Julian. I, I, I gave Obama a million dollars. I made it public. I, the whole point of it was to make it public so that people in 2012 would understand that the game had moved to the million-dollar level after our Citizens United ruling. I wasn't trying to hide it. I was trying to publicize it. I don't know what the point is. Is, is, is there another million dollars going to Hillary or, or equivalent? Fuck no. But, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can't give a million dollars every time somebody runs for, for president. But, um, okay. Let me I don't know. 2008, I could understand. 2012, I'm not so sure about okay. that. But, okay, let, let's, let's tackle these criticisms. Uh, we did not publish uh, full credit card numbers about uh, donors. It's the last four digits, just like your 7-Eleven receipt. It's very important for tracking um, uh, money laundering. And there are serious allegations of money laundering and FEC uh, violations in the data release. Our materials, the materials that we release, are pristine. Uh, we're really good at this. Uh, we have a 10-year perfect record of having never got it wrong in relation to uh, the integrity of what we've released. There's no allegation, even, even from Debbie Wasserman Schultz or any of these people, uh, that any of the material is not completely valid and true. What there is, uh, is a conflation between our publications, DNC leaks, and 
an extensive variety of hacks of the DNC and, frankly, other organizations uh, over the last uh, two years, uh, possibly by state actors. That wouldn't be at all surprising, but also a number of others. Uh, DNI Clapper, the head of all U.S. intelligence agencies, James Clapper, uh, said uh, uh, last Friday uh, that the media was hyperventilating. They couldn't make an attribution, let alone as to motivation. And even that was just about the hacks. It's not about the material we released. But we know the source of the material, right? Everyone knows the source of what right. we published. Uh, the well, source is the Democratic Party. The source is but, uh, Lewis Miranda, Wasserman Schultz, et cetera, okay. et cetera. All right. Uh, okay. uh, I, know, I, know you've, I know you've defended atheists, but uh, included I, in there by the discussion right. with Lewis Miranda is a plot, a plot to frame Bernie Sanders as being an atheist well, they're not, and not as being Jewish. First of all, it's, it wasn't a plot. Somebody mentioned it and nobody did anything about it. Okay, let's move on to the other part. We, we, Why don't don't know, you... we don't know whether people did anything about it or not. What we okay. know was a discussion. Okay, you've uh, worn me down on we this can issue. Separate it a little bit. We can separate a little bit of another case that I mentioned before where Louis Miranda gave an instruction to staff okay. to pump out uh, black propaganda against Bernie Sanders. All right. So why don't you why don't you hack into Donald Trump's tax returns? Yeah. Well, we're working on it. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, it's, it's interesting because Edward Snowden criticized you. I mean, his tweet was, democratization, democratizing information has never been more vital and WikiLeaks has helped. And by the way, I would agree with that. I'm all for you getting the Nobel Prize, which you have uh, been nominated for six times. <laughs> Welcome to the club with the nominations. <laughs> but, um, but he said, but their hostility to... That won't happen either. <laughs> But their hostility to even modest curation is a mistake. Uh, does he have a point? I mean, I think you and Edward Snowden are lumped together a lot, but it seems like what his thing is is about privacy. And what your thing is about is transparency. Well, and privacy and transparency are kind of at loggerheads, are they not? They are a little bit, a little bit, that's true. Um, uh, I suppose, well... He doesn't really know the definition of curation. So curation is not censorship of the ruling political party's uh, cash flows. I have, I have to make a little bit of a complaint here, uh, although I shouldn't really go there. Uh, you know, Edward Snowden hasn't published anything in three years. He did one thing. It was a very important thing. And it was, in fact, so important uh, that I and this organization saved his ass uh, by rescuing him from Hong Kong uh, getting him asylum, making 23 asylum applications, and setting up his defense fund, the Courage Foundation, uh, which I'm a trustee of today. Uh, so, okay, I know Edward is trying to get a pardon at the end of the Obama presidency. And so he's, you know, he's playing that game. I understand he's in a very serious situation. Uh, if you look at Chelsea Manning, uh, one of my alleged sources, sentenced to 35 years in prison. Uh, Hillary Clinton's spokesperson resigned uh, oh. because he was also being tortured in prison. A formal finding by the UN. I, uh, so there's a serious fate awaits Edward Snowden in the United States. Uh, and Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump said that he would execute him. 
Hillary Clinton said, of course, that she would aggressively prosecute. Uh, okay. So uh, you have really, two, from the perspective of WikiLeaks, trying to protect its sources, you have really two very bad uh, presidential candidates. Well, I, we could go all night <laughs> arguing about that, uh, but we don't have time. Uh, I would just say, in response to what you said about Mr. Snowden, I know you can get into everybody's computer. I don't know if you can get into Edward Snowden's mind. But nevertheless, I'm with you, brother. You seem like you're in a better state of mind than the last time I talked to you, and I hope you get out soon. Thank you very much. I, Julian. I like having a pop. All right. Let's meet our panel. He is a director of so many great movies we all love that have tested the standard the test of time. His new film, LBJ, premieres at Toronto Film Festival in September. Rob Reiner is back with us. She is a CNN political commentator and former communications director for Representative Dana Rohrbacher. Tara Setmeyer is back with us. Hey, Tara. And he is the former two-term senator from Pennsylvania and former Republican candidate for president. We call him the brave Christian for coming on our show. Our friend Rick Santorum is over here. Thank you, Rick. All right, don't forget us to send us your questions for tonight's overtime so we can answer them on YouTube. Okay, so I have mixed feelings about going on break while Donald Trump is still <laughs> rampaging across the landscape. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I should be here to report on it, but I have the last year, and it's, it's gotten a little too easy to make fun of him. I mean, when mailmen are making Trump jokes, I'm like, yeah, I will go on vacation. <laughs> but this week was something we've never really seen before. I know politicians have gotten elected from jail. This might be the first one to get elected from the loony bin. Uh, and yet he took in $82 million in small donors. Uh, I, I, I think he's doing to politics what Bialystok and Bloom and the producers <laughs> did to Broadway, purposefully trying to have a flop so we can bilk the investors. Yeah, absolutely. I've said from the beginning, I don't think he really wants to win. He's been, like, trying to lose, and he's like, I keep winning. You know, what is wrong with these people? But uh, I, I, it's, it's astonishing. I mean, because I, I you look at the last 10 days yeah. and you go, how could any serious candidate for the presidency behave this way? It's, it's astonishing. Well, it's, it's, it's easy to behave that way when you're mentally ill. <laughs> that, that's a, you know, you, you were saying, you know, you were saying all these people, there are a lot of, you know, very, very expert professionals are coming out and talking about I'm, I'm not joking about that. There, well, there's a mental illness there, and it's not like he's trying to lose. He can't help himself. He this cannot, is what he does. That's so true. Uh, well, I, I would I would agree that he has shown that he can't help himself in 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 the personal attacks, but let's not miss the point that Donald Trump has suck, struck a nerve in this country. Uh, not, un not dissimilar to what happened at Brexit in the UK. There are a lot of people out in this country who feel like the establishment, the Democrats and Republicans, pox on both their houses, are in the, in the game for those, their buddies and friends, and, and, and whether, whether it's trade or whether it's immigration or whether it's tax policy, whether it's everybody's taking care of their, their buddies, and a large swath, Bernie tapped in it on the Democratic side, Donald did on the Republican side, and they're pissed off. And you know what they want? They want a big change. 
And let me tell you, Hillary Clinton isn't a big change. She's, she's a zero change. And Donald Trump, if he can... This what? is all your you fault. Know, but, but he this can, is, wait, this he is, can, is all his fault. Look, if he can, if he, if he can he stay focused, stop but, being but mentally stay, ill. But, but, if he, he could just stop being mentally ill. If he can stay focused. But he can't, Rick. You no, see, well, we've seen that already. Uh, well, yeah, I've I mean, seen today. What, today. What, what, look at today. You today. Know, one day? What, does he want a cookie because he acted like an adult? I'm taking him to Dairy Queen. I, uh, I think uh, he, he, he deserves he deserves uh, but, an attaboy for today. Uh, he got uh, he he got his act together uh, on all the endorsements. Haven't we lowered let's the see. bar? I'm let's really, see. Uh, come let's on. See. He looks like let's see. he was. But, a, Rick, this is your country too. You can't really mean this. I mean, I know you have you're, you're, you endorsed Donald. I did. Okay. Are you but, still proud of that endorsement? I, I look. I yes. The Let answer me. is. The answer is. Do I like some of the things that Donald Trump has been doing? Absolutely not. I don't. Do you I like don't know any of the things that Donald Trump. I do Trump like some of the things okay. he's doing. Absolutely. But, but look, I, he is focused we've on had a, immigration, okay. on trade, right. on on things that are important. He's not focused Build a wall? on that. He's focused on keep Muslims any, out. Yeah. Okay. That's he's focused on anyone who criticizes him. The reason why we could never have Donald Trump for president is that he was insulted last Thursday night by that Muslim man at the convention, and it's dominated the news cycle ever since. His number one priority is getting back at anybody mm -hmm. who has slighted him in any way. It's so easy. Mike Morrell, who used to run the CIA, said today in the New York Times that he can't be the president be what? Well, he I said mean, because the reason a why Democratic, he's... I mean, he was appointed by... Look, he's a Democratic operative in that, in what? my respect. I mean, look, oh, he's, come he, on. he worked for a Democratic president. He's, he's going to go out there and say... He's worked Rick, for... Wait, 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 wait. He's worked for three Republicans and Democrats. Don't argue that. Don't... Listen, very years in the CIA. You know this is not a political job. I understand all those things. All I can tell you is that the American public... Just like we saw when all of the experts, all of the people on the on the conservative party, all of the folks in the labor party, you know, it's going to be a disaster if we do this. And they said, "Sorry, we are tired of being treated like we don't exist." And Donald Trump, throughout the course of his campaign, I'm not saying the last two weeks. Last two weeks have not been two good weeks, but throughout the course of his campaign, he has tapped into that vein. And if he can get back yeah, into wait that, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. at what point does that become an embarrassment? I mean, you can tap into that without behaving like a petulant child all the time. This is for the president of the United States. This isn't for The Apprentice. This isn't a reality show. This is real life. And everything that Donald Trump says and does and has an effect not only in the U.S., but globally. And we look at this when he's making things up about, you know, videos and he's going after well, Mexican, you know, okay, American yes, judges because of their ethnicity. These are irresponsible you're a, things you're, that you... In other words, in other words he's telling lies like another presidential candidate, Hillary Clinton. But we're supposed to be better. But that... You just say a lie like that. You just say that. true. It's not true. It's not true. The FBI said it was Let's talk about the FBI. She, she, he, he there was one email, no. one email well, that was not, not listed as uh, was not listed as classified. It had a little tiny C in there. And James Comey said right, you know what? anybody could have okay. missed that's that. I'm tired of the email. Enough of that. Enough of that. I'm sick of hearing that.
right, I want to talk about okay. something else. Right. Just, you know, screaming doesn't make it true. Right, right, okay. okay. Well, it doesn't, doesn't make it true. true. It doesn't okay. make it James true. Coley. But what does make it all right. true all right. is that the 100 James emails Coley. that came out okay. after James were Coley not piece by piece okay. called her dishonest. But we're okay. Interrupting doesn't make it we're true. We're supposed either. to be better than that, not make excuses for the other okay. side. I, I can. Both flawed candidates. Indeed. You know what? That's bullshit. Yeah, it's really bullshit. That idea that it's a push. That False it's a push. Donald Trump completely sees things that never happened. He completely lies because he just makes things up in his head. He said the NFL sent oh, him a letter. Like wait, wait a second, Rick. You, let me just say this. Go ahead. He said the NFL sent him a letter about the debates. The NFL said we never sent him a letter. That's a different level of kind of lying. Just make, he said that Putin used the N-word about Obama. No one has seen this anywhere. He just makes things up. He reminds me of a character I saw in a movie once. Show that clip. I believe virtually everything I read. And I think that is what makes me more of a selective human than someone who doesn't believe anything. He's oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, if you missed it, he said, I believe virtually everything I read. Donald Trump seems to believe virtually everything he hears. Yeah. I'm hearing that can't be someone who we allow in the Oval Office. You're a Republican. I'm a conservative. I'm a proud conservative who is horrified and embarrassed by what the conservative party has allowed. What do we stand for if this is what we are now allowing to become our, you know, our representation? He is not the standard bearer. I mean, Senator, you were a, you were a conservative and you stood next to Donald Trump at an event that where he used veterans as political pawns because he threw a temper tantrum over Megyn Kelly. And I thought to myself, why? What are we doing compromising our integrity like this for a con artist who gets off on getting adulation from people and uses our veterans to do it? That's a disgrace! If I could defend myself on that. Please, Please do! Please do. Uh, number one, Donald Trump was doing a, a fundraiser for veterans. He raised several million dollars of that fundraiser. That took him four months to, and, to, to distribute. And all I, all I can tell you is when someone does a fundraiser for veterans and I'm in town, I'm going to show up, period. So I, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. apologize for right. standing and up you and, and representing and, and calling but for it, people to raise money a, for veterans. But it was a stunt, though. It's, it was you know what? Stunt. But wait a second. It was a stunt. Let me, yes, fine. Let me turn around. And then he didn't give the money. And he didn't give the money until he was embarrassed by it. Could I, I mean, uh, come on. I, how would Could I, I get to the, what I think is an even uh, more base issue, which is it's not really Donald Trump. You're right. I mean, I said on a show about a week ago, maybe one of our convention shows, that yes, when the Republican Party picked Donald Trump as their nominee, they handcuffed themselves to a dead hooker. But... <laughs> but... <laughs> the dead hooker is not really Trump. It's the voters. It's the Republican voters. They're still with him. That's the problem even you have yeah, in oh, the I Republican agree. Party. But it wasn't all Republicans. Because well, your base is a I, bunch of fact-free, racist rednecks. Uh, That's who the base of the Republican well, Party is. Well, we can we can Spruce that up. We could split the other side and say that the base of the Democratic Party is a bunch of left-wing anarchists that are running around. Anarchists? You know, yes. With the Democrats Sanders are anarchists? Bring down, bring down. If you want to criticize the, the fraction of the Republicans, the Democrats then be fair about anarchists. the other side. What Democrat is an anarchist? 
Oh, no, I'm saying that the the left wing progressive side of the of the where, of the where? Democratic who, Party that who, are who? the ones that are out there talking about bring down the system, who Marxism, who? all the who you ever been to a Bernie Sanders rally? Who don't Good make Lord. it? Who Socialists? don't make it into the thinking of one single Democratic representative? Uh, so what does it matter? Yes, true. there are kooks out there of every stripe. Bernie Sanders almost beat Hillary Again, Clinton. <laughs> a stupid false equivalency from the right. It's not. Okay, well, be fair, just, though. Let's just be look fair. At, let's look at the numbers. The numbers show that even, even after these last two weeks, uh, Donald Trump is winning among independents. So if he's winning among independents, those aren't, What poll are you, know, you looking toothless at? Toothless yeah. yeah. I don't know what poll you're looking at. And secondly, he's only getting 60-some percent of the Republican vote. So he's got a long way to go to solidify his base. And I agree with you. He's got to get his act together. And he's got today base. was a good day. He doesn't have anything but it. You mentioned something very important. You said there's a lot of anger out there. And there is. There's a lot of anger out there because people feel that they've been left behind. There was anger on the Bernie side. There's a big difference, and Bill pointed it out. You don't see racist and neo-Nazis and, oh, and skinheads God. at the Bernie Sanders rally. Yeah, you you see, don't that, see that, them there. Well, Donald Trump has unearthed all these people. Listen, right. I've been on the receiving end of that. I know it personally. Yes. I received death threats. It, no, it's not right. ridiculous. I've received death threats to, as of, like overnight tonight to on the way here the, from that's Trump the main people. Body of Trump. I didn't say not the saying the main, body, but it's an, but but it's it's an element. Unearthed. I've been doing this for and, and, 20 years and, and, and never and experienced anything have been like doing that. Democratic Republicans have been doing that dog whistle for years, and now it's a dog megaphone. It's a megaphone. The dog whistle has been the race politics on the other side. Not on That's happened, but right, don't ignore I, what's I happened with Trump. I have to interrupt everybody real. because I have to remind the audience again that this is That's our... comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and also, that uh, this is our last show before September 16th, and what we traditionally do when we're off for a little while is to give the future headlines because there are people that come up to me all the time and say, Bill, I get all my news from your show. And uh, in case you do, here th this way you'll be caught up until September 16th. So here are some of the future headlines we can expect while we're away. For example, Trump gets into vicious Twitter war with Make-A-Wish Kids. <laughs> Mental patient hacks Trump's Twitter account. No one notices. You see, these are... Things that are going to happen. <laughs> Roger Ailes' ninth victim was Bill Cosby's 24th victim. Oh, that's completely predictable. <laughs> Texas Waffle House celebrates two days without gun battle. Wow, that's... that's uh... Chris Christie accidentally breaks world hot dog eating record. He, he accidentally did it. That's, yeah, that's what's interesting. Yeah, no. <laughs> Trump announces first, first act as president will be to kill John McCain. <laughs> McCain, I still support Trump. That's, that's, that's... <laughs> Taurus disappointed Cuba full of poor people. Well, that's... Taylor Swift dumps latest for news. <laughs> Guy for new similar looking. <laughs> new similar looking. <laughs> Trump slams Anne Frank as loser. I like Jews who didn't get caught. <laughs> First Zika baby born in U.S. Has Trump unfit for presidency? Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> 
Jesus returns, get in Twitter war with Trump. I like messiahs who don't get crucified. Oh, I mean, come on. This guy, this. Colorado re-legalizes weed after forgetting they already legalized it. <laughs> Bernie Sanders releases first hip-hop album, Bankers Ain't Shit. Okay. His latest comedy special is Jeff Ross Roast Cops, air September 10th. Jeff Ross is over here. Jeff Ross, look at what you're, look at what you're walking to. Aloha. Everybody okay? Everybody all right? Good. Hi. Aloha, Jeff. Aloha. <laughs> we say that because we went to Hawaii together. Yeah. Nothing funny happened. Uh, it was strictly business, right? Yeah. All right, so I saw your new show. It's amazing. I have to say, you are the only Thank person. Thank you. Boy, you haven't even seen it yet. How do you know? But it is. I mean, you roast the cops. You're the yeah. roast master. You did it with prisoners. Now yeah. you're doing it with cops. I just have to say, you are the only person who could ever pull this off. Yeah, you, thank you, you. You really are. And what I love about it is there's a great arc to this. When you first go there, cops hate you. Yeah. They won't laugh at one thing you say. No. And you win them over. Yeah. You go on ride-alongs, you meet them, you get to know them, and you, I mean, I left with a feeling of, I like the cops more than I did before I started to watch this. But then sometimes when you go on the street and you see the people, yeah. you know, the minorities in the right. communities, they don't think the cops are good. And I'm like, did they just fuck with you, the cops? Did they just fool you? I don't think so. I'm a good judge of character. And yeah. I asked many, many police forces, big city police forces. Everybody had been talking about the cops in America. Nobody had been talking to them. So I thought, what are they like? Will they right. laugh at my jokes? Will they want to kill me? There's a little bit of both, maybe. Right. And I wanted to know what it's like to be a cop right now. I wouldn't want to put a uniform on, considering what's been happening in Dallas and other places. Um, it's scary. So I wanted to see if I could humanize them in some way. People were having protests all over the country, and it broke my heart to see cops being disrespected. But like most white people, I didn't know a lot about how deep the problems were between cops and the community. So I went to these Black Lives Matter rally. I went to a police officer's funeral. And I started to understand that this is a national emergency. People are bleeding on both sides, and both sides have a great point. And, and the cops, I noticed in this, your special say, we hate bad cops yeah. more than anybody. Right. But you never see that. When was the last time we ever saw a cop stand up against another cop, no matter what the bad cop did? Right. You see what I mean about well, bullshitting it's, you? It's very, I don't think so, because, the police commissioner Evans in Boston, there hasn't been an uh, unarmed person shot and killed by the Boston cops since drumroll 1991. Wow. This is community policing. This is why this, this is why but, this police force stepped up, I believe. But 102 <laughs> unarmed black people were right, killed right. by cops last year. There's definitely problems, and <laughs> it's sad. Yeah, that, it's, that's a problem. It's really sad what's happening. But you got to think about. Every day when a police officer leaves the house yeah. in the morning, his wife and kids have no idea if he's even coming home that night. Okay. Because he well, might fall asleep at his girlfriend's house. Right. And I must say, I mean, you did that joke in the this, in this special. In the show. And they loved it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they don't have a sense they of humor. They didn't like all my jokes. They didn't like my opening joke. 
I said, this is fun. I never performed for a room full of YouTube celebrities before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's bad but, apples. Yes, there's obviously right, racist cops. But to hate all cops no, for what some cops no. have done wrong is also prejudice. Right, absolutely. That's, it's like that, hating all transgender people because Caitlyn Jenner beat you in the Olympics in 1976. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> okay. So... Okay, so let me give you, and I agree with you, that, you know, we should support the police, and obviously probably most of them are good. But uh, let me give you my, my uh, first few uh, beefs that I have with the cops. Okay. One, we always hear from them, and I heard it in the special, that, yeah. you know, our job is the toughest job in the world, you know, we get so much disrespect. I think, actually, you went with them. Maybe you'll see this. You can verify this. I think most people, it's the opposite. I think cops get a level of respect that the rest of us could only dream of, mostly. Hmm. I know any time I've talked to a cop, it's yes, sir, no, sir. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I got hassled by the cops recently in my own neighborhood. They didn't recognize them. I didn't know these guys in the 6th Precinct in New York, and they were kind of dicks to me. There you go. And then right a minute later, somebody was a, kind of a jerk to them. So I think it all is sort of... The right. stress no, level both. is high. Everybody's mad at the cops. And I think if people start to humanize the cops a little bit, realize that maybe they should look at these people as human beings also, both sides should look at each other as human beings and maybe start talking to each other because nobody seems to be talking to each other. If the best minds on both sides sat down, maybe it's... Maybe there'll be some sort of, uh, you know... Yes, we do need that, and wouldn't it be great if you were the guy to bring that about? Let's do it. Copacon. Can we put this out there? Yeah. I'll bring the donuts. What? <laughs> you made a lot of donut jokes, which, of course, you should... I only made one donut joke, but okay. it's the best donut joke ever. What was it? Cops and donuts. It's a, you know, oh, we've yeah. all heard this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a theory yeah. why cops love donuts yeah. so much, because it looks like they've been shot. Yeah. <laughs> And they laughed at that, they laughed which, at which that. is pretty great. Cops especially love chocolate donuts. Why is that? Is it because they're racist? <laughs> With the cops, you have to cut deep. They don't yeah, like subtle uh, humor. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, we also hear this about the cops. You said it there, yeah. that, you know, you have to be a, a psychiatrist, you have to be a, a social worker. You and a soldier. To, and a soldier. You have to be all, and that, that's all true. We ask so much of them, but honestly, we don't even ask them to be in shape. <laughs> Listen, I mean, what other job uh, like that can you do fat? It's a scary job. It's every day, every day, it, I wouldn't want to put that uniform okay. on. You're a sitting duck. Jeff, and, there are stats on this. Right. Like the most dangerous jobs in America. Right. It doesn't crack the top ten. I'm not saying that to, to, to diss the police. It's just the truth. Electricians, uh, fishermen, They're not getting shot in the back, mm -hmm. you know, it's not... It, it, the well, stress uh, level for cops, the, they're drinking too much, the divorce rate, the guys I met were really stressed out. They were good guys, but yes. they're worried... Uh, uh, and we appreciate that, but right. they did volunteer for it. Sure. You know... Uh, they make $60,000 a year. I, don't, I think... I happen yeah. to think cops are unappreciated. I think cops should be on commission. Like if, a, like if they catch a child molester, the cops should be able to keep the van and the candy. <laughs> Roasting brings people together. Yes. You should 
All right. Ever think of starring uh, in the Don Rickles story? Look yes, at that's... Look at him. Don Rickles. Anyway, Jeff hey. Ross. Yeah, Don Rickles. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about some other issues. Uh, let's get into what Donald Trump said about sexual... What? You, you, like it's... You picked but them. See, no, this is the thing. <laughs> the gift that you know, <laughs> giving, right? But I, I said this on the show a few months ago. I said, Republicans, the best thing you can do for yourselves is have him lose. Can you imagine, as bad as he is as a candidate, yeah. what you are going to have to do if he okay. is the president, that you're going to have to answer for every stupid thing he does in the next four years? There's no shame in punting. When you have bad field position, yeah. punts. Punts. Uh, look, uh, look, uh, if you I, have a great defense, that's what you do. You punt. I don't think we can afford to punt. I mean, and it, it, look, to me, it comes down to oh, the United States. Afford to, as it, if Hillary's the, a yeah, leftist. It's not, it's not Hillary that's the problem. It's who she's going to put on the Supreme Court that's the problem. And, and you know, I, that's no, such no, a bullshit no, no, argument. No, 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 wait a minute. Just, just hear me out on this. What you have on the United States Supreme Court are four justices who's, who believe the Supreme Court is meaning I mean, the, the Constitution is meaningless. It doesn't doesn't worth the paper it's printed oh, on. The That's what, right? No, no, no. I'm talking the about just, if stop you look it, at Justice Rick. Breyer. Justice oh, Breyer says on. the Constitution is what we say it is, and, and if that exactly. is exactly okay, Gore. Hold, That's, hold on, that is Gore. If, 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 but Come it's on, not. Right? The Constitution has words and they have meaning. And we have justices on that court who don't believe the meaning of those words anymore. It's well, whatever they want them to mean. Does Donald Trump? Here's the, hold on. He never you never bring that up No, you can't. Of Ever. You can. No, you can't. And, and the well, fact of the matter is, Hillary Clinton will appoint a fifth one of those and probably replace two older justices. You know, you know how and we know this is bullshit? Because Obama, the Constitution already, of this Obama already picked a justice. <laughs> Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland. He's the one Orrin Hatch wanted. Acceptable to all Republicans. No, he wasn't acceptable to all Republicans. Orrin, well, to me. Orrin Hatch acceptable wanted to a majority of Republicans. No, he wasn't. Absolutely not acceptable to most. I, well, I can tell you, I was there. I was in the Senate. I know these people. Yeah, he, he was not acceptable look, look, to Republicans. Okay, Supreme but, Court, the Supreme Court argument is a specious one because we it can. Not. It is. It is. I understand it, it but it is because Donald Trump can't be trusted to do anything he says he's going to do. If he said, if he knew, he, Donald he Trump put up that list out. Yeah, he put a list out, and he said everything is flexible. <laughs> he also, you know, I mean, he flip-flops on things. So who's to say if, which is more important, that Republicans keep the Senate, because that's a firewall, the Senate confirms. So if Donald Trump gets in there and it's a Democratic Senate, he could flip and say, well, I need the Democrats like me. I'm going to put up somebody else. There's nothing to show that Donald Trump is loyal to conservative values, and he doesn't even well, know how many one. articles there are in the Constitution. Do you want to talk about Constitution? Hey, he so. never brings that up. See, point. He appointed, he appointed Mike Pence, who is a conservative as, a, as his nominee for vice president, number one. And number two, he did list, I think, 12 or 13 Boy. people who were solid conservatives on the court. And that, to you, me, is a pretty impressive it's just, list. It's not I worth the paper say, it's listed on as far as Donald Trump is that. concerned because he doesn't you, keep his word. You ever. are a loyal soldier, but <laughs> it may come back to haunt you because the man said this week, all these things we're talking about Donald Trump, a lot of them are funny. It's not funny when a guy says, nuclear weapons... Why don't we use them? Yeah. No, seriously, as right. a patriot, you would want to put a guy in the White I, House who says nuclear weapons. Why? I'll tell you what's more dangerous. I'll tell you what's more dangerous. More dangerous than using nuclear weapons. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's more dangerous. <laughs> you, you, please do I, tell me I'll that. Tell you what's Merrick more Garland no. is more. <laughs> I'll tell you what's more dangerous than.
is President Obama is actually pursuing a policy saying that they will never use a nuclear weapon unless it's a retaliation for another nuclear Every weapon. Every president has no, said no, that. No, no, no. Yes. No president has ever said that. Of course not. No, no, no. Bill, you're wrong on this one. Check your facts. No president has ever said that. No, because what if they use a chemical weapon? What if they use a, a biological weapon? The president has actually, and you have his people saying what the president is doing is absolutely dangerous. You've got all of our allies in a panic because the president is going to is well, making they're it out. panic because, because Trump, Trump would be Trump. president. That is more yes. dangerous. That's yes. why they're in a panic. Look at this issue. And by the way, whatever Obama said, it was completely in line with the history of American presidents since the nuclear age. It was not a departure, or else someone before you would have mentioned it. Well, maybe you should start reading some articles in the last few days. Look, I'm no fan of Barack Obama's by any means, but at least he knew what the nuclear triad is. Right, right. Unlike Donald Trump, who had no idea. So I don't think that that's something, you know, that's that's the guy who gets his. Yeah, because he gets his foreign policy from the shows. Is he watching tonight? Maybe he'll learn something. Politicians are not that mentally ill. Can I... (laughs) I I go back to that. Can I mention this last issue I was about to bring up, which Mm. is sexual harassment, because Donald Trump was asked what Ivanka would do if... And by the way, Ivanka may be our last hope to save the planet. Yeah. Apparently, she's the only one who can talk to Donald Trump. She's going to be in his cabinet. In his cabinet. Secretary of Defense that he's building. Right. <laughs> no, he has a competitive thing with his sons, like all asshole fathers do. So I don't think he really listens to douchebag fuckface and <laughs> Thurston shitbag the third. But Ivanka, <laughs> Ivanka, if you're out there, the world is <laughs> hanging on you. Anyway, asked what would Ivanka do if she was sexually harassed. He said, I would like to think she would find another career <laughs> or find another company if that was the case. That's right, ladies. When a guy at the office grabs your ass, the person who needs to find another job is you. (laughs) No, I've actually had that happen uh... to me. That actually happened to me at a Christmas party <laughs> when I was 23 years old. No, that happened to me. One of the receptionists, who was a guy, actually slapped me on the ass at a Christmas party. He had a couple too many whiskeys. And um, he didn't get fired. I mean, I didn't freak out, you know, but it happens. And to have Donald Trump or any, you know, anyone with the last name Trump say, we'll just get another job. Well, that's like what he does with marriages. Well, I'll just get another wife. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. And, and, and this is a guy who, who praised Roger Ailes after we found out that for 20 years he's been harassing women. He's a good guy. The way he helped those women, you know. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, Rick, you're a, a you know, you're a very, you know, right wing evangelical Christian guy. How can you sit there and listen to a guy who talks about support, you know, liking Roger Ailes? <laughs> Rick, please. <laughs> well, First, I'm a Catholic. I'm not an evangelical Christian, but all right, I, that's but right. whatever. But I love You're a very religious Christian. guy. Yeah, meet a Jew. Meet a hey, Jew. Hey, all right. Yeah. I've right. met a few. Uh, no, you look, are I, a religious guy. I'm not, you are principled. I, 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 and there's I, a guy that... I was raised Catholic, too, and one thing I know, they like being martyrs. That's why you're here. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. The blood of the martyrs, the seed of the, the church. seed of the church. Right? You Absolutely. You're you getting it. big points Thank with you. the big guy for tonight. Don't let him off the hook. Answer the question. Oh, look, Donald Trump... 
This, yeah, I know. Even some terrible good. statements. She but said it. He's got a problem with I women. I mean, we're listening to anything but, about sexual harassment coming from Donald Trump, who calls women pigs, and you know goes on 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 Howard Stern and says that Vietnam was uh, not getting an STD with his own personal Vietnam. I mean, come on, this guy's Rubio, no credibility. Right? Credibility. I liked Marco Rubio. Yeah. Okay, but Rubio said that Donald Trump should not get near the nuclear code. He did. He and did. then still endorsed him. I was very so, disappointed and called him out on no, that. Every single person that is sort of that the problem that, here. It yeah. is. That like, I, really look, is. listen, you know, the I've been one of the loyal soldiers that has said that, what, again, character and integrity matter. And when you have politicians that say one thing on one side and then when it's politically expedient say something else, you get Donald Trump. All right. Time for new rules, everybody. New rules. Our last new rules till September. <laughs> Neuro, let the Russians go to the Olympics. Sure, they're cheating, but maybe the drugs in their bloodstream will kill the mosquitoes. <laughs> See, a, a joke. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> Neuro, now that skydiver Luke Akins has shown he can plummet 25,000 feet with no parachute and land in a 100-foot by 100-foot net, he has to explain to his wife why he's unable to get his underpants in the hamper. <laughs> Neural Vietjet, the Vietnamese airline that has seen sales soar after dressing its flight attendants in bikinis, <laughs> has to go all the way and rename itself Miso Horny Airlines. <laughs> Miso Horny Airlines, we'll head for the clouds while you make it rain. Oh. Neural, the Japanese Pokemon Go fans who claim they can make their Pokemon eggs hatch faster by rubbing a vibrator on their phone. Have to admit, A, it doesn't work, and B, your life isn't turning out the way you hope. Neuro, <laughs> 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 oh the owners of the soon-to-open Fellatio Cafe in Geneva, where for $60, patrons can get fellatio and a coffee, have to explain, what's the point of the coffee? <laughs> Because you had me at fellatio. <laughs> Trust me, when asked, would you like fellatio, no man has ever said, not until I've had my coffee. <laughs> and finally, new rule, from now until election day, everything else, every issue, every fight, every cause, has to take a backseat to defeating Trump. Mm. He's like an infection, you don't fool around with it. Look. We all have our issues that are important to us, and so just to lead by example, let me say that I will take my own close-to-the-heart pet cause, pot legalization, off the table. And you know me, I have seeds in my urine. <laughs> <laughs> but if... <laughs> you know that. But if someone... <laughs> If someone told me that pushing for pot might cost Hillary Ohio until November 8th, I'm just going to shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> now, <clears throat> I know liberals are feeling pretty good about Hillary's chances this week, but history has taught us that Democrats are pretty good at blowing elections, and Republicans are masters at winning elections with solutions in search of a problem. And the problem they're imagining lately is that the transgendered 
or sex fiends pretending to be transgendered roam America's restrooms in drag, <laughs> looking for a chance to watch people pee. <laughs> okay, here's what we can't do this election. Get tricked into symbolic fights about college campus pet peeves. Hillary, if someone asks you if Christmas is unfair to the, dis to the disabled because the reindeer laugh at Rudolph's nose, just say, I don't care. <laughs> I know, we're liberals, and there's an infinite list of ideas for making the world better by making it less like Duck Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> But there's no room for boutique issues in an Armageddon election. And look, I, I, I'm... I'm on the side of people peeing where they want. It's an inalienable right. I believe it was Patrick Henry who once said, nobody beats the whiz. <laughs> and I'm not suggesting that we throw the transgendered under the bus or discount their struggle. It can't be easy finding pantyhose when you're 6'4". <laughs> but this is exactly the kind of culture war issue that rousts a certain type of voter out of their trailers on election day. As we speak, Ann Coulter is finishing a new book called Urination, How Liberals Are Giving It to America in the Can. <laughs> Let's not die on this hill, because I've seen this movie before. In the 2000 election, Al Gore distanced himself from a very successful Clinton administration because the Republicans made it seem like every time Monica blew Clinton, he was holding her hair. And then there was 2004, when George W. Bush got caught invading the wrong country, so they changed the issue to gay marriage, because this was before gay marriage was popular. Even in 2008, Obama was still saying this. I believe that marriage uh, is the union between a man and a woman. Now, did he say that because he meant it? No. He just wanted the distraction off the table to make sure a meth head didn't wind up a heartbeat away <laughs> from the Oval Office. <laughs> Folks, to most people, elections are about jobs and college and terrorism, not social issues. And the people who lead on social issues aren't in Washington anyway. They're here in Hollywood. This transgender thing, let us handle it. <laughs> like we did with gay rights, which very few cared about until Hollywood put gay people in every single TV show. <laughs> until America not only came to accept gays, they began to wonder if anyone in high school wasn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> we hit him with glee and Ellen and Will and Grace and Queer Eye for the Straight Guy and pretty soon being gay was just part of our modern family. We have... We have a long history of mainstreaming non-traditional families. Punky Brewster lived with an old man for some reason. 
And we didn't ask and we didn't tell. <laughs> Same with Major Nelson, who kept his girlfriend in a jar. This is what we're good at. And we've already begun to do it for the transgendered with the Danish girl and Dallas Buyers Club and Transparent. And of course, there's Caitlyn Jenner, who has already showed Americans that a transgendered person could be just like them, a deluded nitwit who supports Donald Trump. <laughs> All right, that's our show. We'll be back September 16th. I'll be at the Mirage in Vegas September 30th and October 1st. I want to thank Rob Reiner, Tyra Setmeyer, Rick Santorum, the Kristen, Jeff Ross, and Julian Assange will join us now for Overtime on YouTube. Thank you, folks. Watch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.